Welcome to the 321 Biz Development Podcast. My name is Clarence Rick Napier, CEO, 321 Biz Dev LLC, located in Sacramento County, California. Today is Wednesday, November 6th, 2019. 321 Biz Dev LLC is a business development and sales industry think tank. Our business is people, our product is sales performance. 321 Sales Systems and Business Development Services give white-collar small business owners a refreshing experience and sales sophistication and simplicity. In other words, we tell salespeople exactly what they need to know and why they need to know it without any gimmicks or fluff. We know what the sales performance struggle is like because we were once there too. Each podcast episode contains a nugget of our sales system and business development training. 321 is the company to call if you or your sales team want to master the following four main sales functions, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, and closing. In addition to supporting white collar small business owners and salespersons, 321 features the most talented business professionals on our podcast from North America and from around the world. 321 BizDev services are available worldwide where the English language is spoken. Our website is 321bizdev.com, powered by sitemarket.com. Today's episode is powered by Jive Communications at jive.com. We can be reached toll-free in the U.S. and Canada at 833-321-3212. We have over 69 hours of sales training and business development content on our podcast. Today's episode is titled, What White Collar Small Business Owners Now Know About Social Media and Digital Marketing. Back in 2009, a real estate marketing company named Trulia stopped by our Roseville, California real estate office to pitch a lead generation program for $1.99 per month. About half the realtors purchase subscription packages to get access to residents living in South Placer County, California zip codes. I didn't sign up for the subscription plan because I already knew how to find buyers and sellers through contacting and prospecting. It didn't make any sense to me to pay $199 for the chance to sell real estate. And I did say the chance to sell real estate. Now I didn't throw shade on the realtors who purchased lead subscription packages because 90% of the realtors never worked in sales before. So the lead subscription packages were shiny metal objects offering the fruits of labor of real estate without doing the labor of real estate. I already knew buying leads would not work for the realtors. When the Trulia rep was done doing his presentation, I asked him, if Trulia already knows who wants to buy homes, why doesn't Trulia start a real estate company? Seriously though, I had just left corporate America in, in sales about seven years before, and our company used insurance brokers and agents to sell to employers needing health insurance. Those brokers and agents did not own an insurance company, so there were defined lines in the insurance company and the broker relationships. The only thing we had to do as a health insurance corporation was to make sure our health insurance products were superior to our competitors and the commission plans were equal or better than other health insurance commissions. 
but the Trulia rep did not have a defined role in my opinion because at any time Trulia could start a real estate brokerage by leveraging leave subscription payments paid by realtors to start a competitor real estate company. So in a sense that's what Trulia and Zillow did. Realtors purchased and still purchase monthly lead subscription packages for as much as $2,000 per month. I know the monthly amount could be higher but I know a Fort Lauderdale realtor who told me she was paying $2,000 per month. Now is there anything illegal about buying leave subscription packages? Absolutely not. Are there some negative impacts when realtors buy lead subscription packages? Yes. The realtors technically are working for Zillow and paying Zillow to get the same real estate business realtors could have found on their own if realtors knew how to contact and prospect. And I personally feel realtors are paying hefty premiums via the lead subscription packages to sell real estate. Just think how much extra money realtors would have if they learned how to contact and prospect for buyers and sellers. Which makes me think, why do realtors need brokers other than to help them with a difficult real estate cases? Zillow is supplying the real estate customers. At about the same time, Facebook was luring white collar salespeople like CPAs, attorneys, dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance agents, and realtors to its social media platform. The attraction with Facebook is that it gave white collar small business owners the appearance they were advertising like they would using mailers or running ads in the newspaper or paying for commercials on the radio or doing television spots. And the method to upload marketing images and videos at no cost was too good to be true. But it was true. White collar small business owners could upload pictures and videos and just like that see these uploads and see these images and videos and think everyone in their local area across the country or even around the world would see these posts. Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple, is famous for making the following comment. You're not the customer, you're the product. Cook made this comment to Google users saying that if users are getting Google for free, then the implication was Google is getting paid by big advertisers to let these advertisers pitch their products and services to Google users. Social scientists figured out that likes stimulated Facebook users to give them the feeling of being accepted. If a Facebook user got 200 likes, whether the likes were from real profiles or fake profiles, this made Facebook users happy to post even more. If you have ever used Facebook in the past, you noticed that business advertisements and news articles would appear somewhere on the screen. At first, it was small business owners marketing their products and services. Fast forward to the last 18 months, Facebook and its other company Instagram changed their algorithms so that not as many user posts were liked by viewers. And it appears that small business owners have been shunned for big corporate advertisers. The point is, in all these social media fads, is social media was never intended for white-collar small business owners selling big-ticket, high-priced products and services. No consumer will pay $2,000 to purchase legal, accounting, dental, 
insurance, or plastic surgery services based on social media posts. At best, white-collar small business owners may get calls. Even if business owners get calls, the person taking calls must use a sales system to convert calls to prospects and get prospects to meet the attorney, dentist, CPA, insurance broker, or plastic surgeon in the office. Do you see how social media false hopes created false expectations? Just think of the millions of white-collar small business owners and salespeople like real estate agents and insurance agents who wasted thousands of hours posting digital ads and videos and made little to no money. Just think of the hundreds if not thousands of white-collar small business owners who had to close their businesses because they put their hope and trust in social media advertisements. The last angle to consider about social media is saturation. If Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are free and easy to use, what are the odds hundreds of attorneys, real estate agents, CPAs, insurance agents, plastic surgeons, and dentists are all posting in, in their attempts to reach the same customers? And what is the likelihood people who can afford to spend $1,000 to $10,000 on a white collar product or service will see the social media ads? It's not likely because these people are typically middle income to upper income people and they are hard at work. They are not on social media. 321BizDev LLC tried to tell small business owners about the social media hype, which is really a whimper. Fortunately, now white collar small business owners are starting to listen because after almost 10 years of digital marketing hoopla, the majority of small business owners still do not have enough customers. I used to be an engineering major in college before switching to business management and economics. I remember the geometry saying that the shortest distance between point A and B is a straight line. The same logic applies in business. Find the shortest route where you can make real contact with a potential customer. Social media and digital marketing, as you see in my graphic, are not the shortest paths to connect with potential clients. If this podcast episode helps you better understand how social media and digital marketing negatively impacted small business owners over the last 10 years, and now you want to see significant progress in your white collar small business, please do not hesitate to call me at 833-321-3212. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Make it a great day.